0: That's right, we made it, folks. Season finale here of More Football. Vox Lombardi, Richard Johnson, fantastic job all season long. I'm your host, Adnan Virk. It's great to be with you. Vach and I enjoying the non-NFL weekend by watching the Royal Rumble. Shout out to Canada's own Edge for winning and Bianca Belair on the women's side. Richard and I just fighting through the snow. Rich actually went snowboarding, so he, he welcomed the idea of some snow and then had to deal with a foot and a half here in the New York, New Jersey area. But forget all that. Let's talk about some football here. First and foremost here, Vach, you know, some of these people overanalyze things. They look at situations and go, hmm, how about the special teams for the Bucks? How will that impact things? We're not going to do that. It's Patrick Mahomes, okay? If the the Chiefs, when it's all about Mahomes, we're going to get into other quarterbacks who have not won multiple Super Bowls.
1: But first and foremost, Vodge, if Pat does Pat things, KC wins, right? Yeah, 100%. And I don't want to be disrespectful to Tom Brady or anything like that because he is Brady. And this is the game that he's played in 20,000 times. So you can say the experience of Tom Brady should give the advantage. But, you know, Pat is just a young lion in this thing and father time just does not lose. And I think that Tom Brady is going to be eaten up. Now there is a path for the bucks to win. I don't want to make this seem like it's impossible. I mean, especially you got people betting 2.5 million dollars on the Buccaneers. I hope that young man just, uh, I hope he has more than $2 million in his bank account or whatever, but Pat Mahomes, when they're, when, when the chiefs are bad, they're good. Right? So just imagine when they're clicking, how much better they are. When they're scoring in the red zone, how much better they are. If they can get some sacks and turnovers, how much better they are. You know, it, there's paths to, to, path to win to both sides. I just think that there are so many more paths for the Chiefs. I'm definitely taking my young guys in this one.
2: It's funny because I, I almost think that the, the Bucks have more paths to win but the Chiefs obviously have the best path to win, if that makes any sense. Like, Mahomes goes crazy, they're going to win. But, you know, Tom Brady could be could throw two screens to Antonio Brown that he takes to the house. Leonard Fournette could go nuts. Ronald Jones could get off. Uh, you know, Sean Murphy Bunting may have the game of his life on defense pick Pat off twice. And, you know, there there are just a lot of people I could see for the Bucks stepping up. With the Chiefs, I'm like okay, Pat throws to Kelsey or Pat throws to Tyreek and they go crazy and that's how they win. You know, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of how I see this here. But I am also, like Vach, taking the Chiefs. There's not a lot of mystery in who I think is going to win this game. But I also agree that it's not some foregone conclusion that the Chiefs are going to win. I, I, I did not really see the path last year for the 49ers to win the game, uh, but I do, it, it's quite clear for the Bucs. The Bucs are, are talented enough to win this game and, and can match them with firepower on offense.
0: Yeah, we'll get to the box path to success in a, in a sec here, Rich, but we were talking in the pre-show meeting, and you were making an excellent point, which is that if Mahomes wins, it's easy to just toss it aside and say, okay, a couple of Super Bowls, what's next? But there's a list of great
2: quarterbacks who have never won two Super Bowls, right? Yeah, I mean, he gets two, he's got more than Elway, he's got as many as Peyton, he's got more than Aaron Rodgers, or, you know, he's he's already got more appearances than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, think of the quarterbacks that he will uh, have have equaled or surpassed in his career already in, in what is it, four or five years? Uh, you know, it, it's just... What he's been doing and, and hopefully will continue to do is, is just nutty. I mean, he is on a pace that only the guy on the opposite sideline from him on Sunday afternoon can, can even really match or, or, or be in the same ballpark of so far in his young career.
1: Pat Mahomes is 100% already a whole, Hall of Famer, and the, the old, crusty football fans aren't going to like it. Oh, it's too soon. He's he's too young. What has he done? Okay, cool. Well, if we just project, that's something us younger football fans like to do. Just project, right? He's like 25, potentially about to win his second Super Bowl. Imagine where he's going to be at like 30-something, right? And he's not like, like, you know, I'm Russell Wilson, and I may not be great now, but I'm being carried by this great situation. I win Super Bowls, then I get better. Pat is like the best dude in ball right now. So then he's only gonna get better, and then you can build guys around him. I think the only hope that we have as Eagles fans, Jags fans, Cowboy fans, the only hope that we have is that the like salary cap just eats up the Chiefs. That's the best thing. Is that we hope somebody just gets diva and say, "Hey man, I'm a Super Bowl long snapper. I need more money." Right to just hope just that that this Chiefs thing just 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 crumbles down. But if it stays the way it is, if they draft properly, if they sign free agents and keep Pat healthy then it's, it's looking rough for the next decade. Uh,
0: that brings us to the whole idea of the Bucks' path to success. Like Richard was saying, a year ago, maybe it was harder for the 49ers to do it, but I actually think it's fairly straightforward for the Bucs, and maybe it's a little cliched, but don't turn the football over. The defense is obviously playing lights out right now for Tampa Bay. Rely on Leonard Fournette here, Rich, to turn back the clock and just run the football, control time possession. And obviously, Brady hits his targets. I think a deep bomb would be nice to stretch out that defense. The Chiefs obviously don't have studs on defense. We know Steve Spagnuolo is going to blitz like crazy, so pick up the blitz. You could see the Bucs winning this game. It would not be shocking.
2: Yeah, of course not. I mean, again... Tom Brady did not play lights out in the NFC Championship game. He played well enough for them to win. He didn't obviously didn't lose them the game, uh, but you know he didn't play as good as Aaron Rodgers on the other side. Just Brady, if Brady does that again, they will have a fighting chance in this game because you know Brady's not gonna Brady's not gonna throw three interceptions again. I mean that's that's not gonna happen. I don't think. Um, but they they can lean on the running game. They can punish on the ground. Uh, they can play defense at least the modern version. Uh, of it in this game, you would think. Now, again, defending the Chiefs, easy, quite easier said than done. Uh, but the Bucs do have the firepower to do it, particularly up front. You know, they get Vita Vea back. He's even more healthy than he was in the NFC Championship game. Can probably go for some more snaps. That'll give them uh, a, a little bit up front. The Chiefs' offensive line, I think, is a little bit unheralded. It doesn't get enough love. But I, I'm not sure they're the best offensive line in the NFL. So the Bucs can win up front to an extent. But... As far as the Bucks' defense, I think uh, over the middle of the field is where things really get interesting here. How do those linebackers stack up uh, with what the Chiefs want to do over the middle, particularly, obviously, with Kelsey uh, and, and, and Tyreek Hill going deep over the middle uh, with, with those safeties? Uh, you know, Obviously, they didn't have Antoine Winfield in the NFC Championship game. I'm not sure if he's going to be back for the Super Bowl. So the, the defensive matchup here is always interesting when you're trying to defend the Chiefs. Uh, and it, of course, will be on Sunday evening
1: it's just so fun when we talk about how can the chiefs win? We just smile and we're excited. Oh, all these things can happen. But if we talk about how the bucks can win, we go, Oh, well, and then we just, you know, try to, you know, fabricate something. Um, I- I do think there's something to the Bucks' defense being really hot right now because we know that in the playoffs it's not about who's the best, it's about who's the hottest. Like the Colts, sure, the the, the Colts had a really great defense or whatever, but you know Sean Bunting kind of turned it on. You know, Carlton Davis is getting a little chippy out there. They're getting pass rush going. Vita Vea comes back, you know. Um, so so yeah, there there are paths to win. Pass rush is king. If we got a nitpick at at something, how is Pat Mahomes' toe doing? You know, like if we got to go that deep into to it uh i I just thought about something very you know just you know something that just kind of ringed in me though rich you was like well you know we know tom brady's not gonna throw three interceptions how do we know tom brady's not gonna throw three interceptions because if there's anything (laughs) that can whoop tom brady it's pass rush and you know like frank clark's still over there you know chris jones still over there so it's things that we could do to beat up on tom brady and if this is a situation where the chiefs get out early because we all know like that's the one thing that'll just kill you immediately if pat and the if Pat and the Chiefs get out early and the uh, the Butts have to turn the gas up, if they have to throw the ball. If Tom Brady throws the ball 50 times a game, this won't end well for the Butts. So, I don't know, man. It just is what it is. I'm going, uh, Chiefs, I don't want to hear any kind of back talk about it.
0: All right, so all of us, I think, are going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go 35-21, specific prediction, Tyreek Hill, MVP. Vach, give me a score and an MVP before I go to Rich.
1: Uh. Pat Mahomes, MVP, Chiefs win by 25. Go to Rich and his great colorful top there. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andy.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go 31-21. I'm going to go funky with it, though. Chris Jones, MVP. Should have won it last year. Mm.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> okay. I like that. Going on. Definitely getting funky. I like that shirt. Uh, Super Bowl attendance, by the way, 25,000 fans, 30,000 cutouts. A lot of those fans are going to be essential workers, uh, being rewarded, obviously, for their great efforts. A cool story there. You heard Vaj mention the gambling. Good luck with all your gambling. Your prop bets. A better Nevada placing a $2.3 million wager on the Bucks. They're plus three and a half. That's only a $2 million return. To repeat, he's putting $2.3 million down on a plus three and a half the Bucks to win two million. Okay. Largest Super Bowl wager. Any U.S. sportsbook has reported, but there's still time. Maybe there'll be something else. DAZN. More live football
2: than anyone else. Stream exclusive Premier League and UEFA Champions League. Stream every NFL game, including the Super Bowl. Plus exclusive Red Zone. Showing you every touchdown, every Sunday. DAZN. Start your free trial at DAZN.com and stream on multiple devices. More live football than anyone else. Dazn to zone.
0: Speaking of major deals being done, Matthew Stafford, big blockbuster here. And Vach, I give props to the Rams. There's so many teams that just end up being married to mediocrity. Richards, Jaguars, and Blake Bortles, the Bears, (laughs) and Mitch Trubisky. Like, you know what? He'll get better. You know he's had some good signs. No, no, no. The Rams (laughs) realized McVay was like, you know, this guy's overrated. He's not worth the money. Imagine the guy who pays the check every two weeks for Jared Goff, going, "We're paying this guy thirty plus million for what?" So they say, you know what? Fine, we're going to pay a steep price. A couple of first-round picks, a second as well. Hey, Goff, get out of here. We're going to get Matthew Stafford. Early 30s, big arm, very affordable contract. $20 million for this year, $23 million for next year, and the Rams get Stafford. I don't want to pull the whole win-win because I always think some team has to win more than the other, but watch: if I'm a Rams fan, I'm pretty happy after this trade.
1: Uh, Sure. Sure. You can be relatively happy if you won this trade. Um, let me just say these first things to be clear. I do think Matthew Stafford is better than Jared Goff. That is an upgrade. Um, my whole thing is I just don't really believe in football math. Like football is just this weird thing. That's just, it it just can't be figured out by the common person. It's just so many variables that go into it. Right. And I think about other examples, like where has, where has this happened before to where you get a previous guy that, you know, he may have taken you to a certain point, but then you bring in somebody else that's better than him and you automatically expect to get better. Well, I look at the Vikings, right? Like You can go to a playoff game with Case Keenum and the thought of it is, hey, if I get better than Case Keenum, I can go to the Super Bowl. So you bring in Kirk Cousins, who is better than Case Keenum, but you just end up being the Vikings with, with Kirk Cousins, right? So in my mind, I think what's more important to a team winning is, can you figure out a formula to be successful? I know the formula to be successful with Jared Goff and the Rams, right? If you just kind of had this good running game, two defensive tackles, I think it's very important. And Dominic and Sue kind of made a lot of things on their defense look a little different than they were this year, right? So I kind of know how I can get to that point with Jared Goff. I don't really know how you win the playoff game with Matt Stafford because I've never seen it before. So in theory, it makes sense. Um And if we have time, we can get into the disrespect of the first round pick. We can get into that if y'all want to, because there's a lot of Rams fans that are trying to make this make sense. Oh, well, it's only a lottery ticket. You're you're throwing darts at the back of the first round anyway. That's not true. Like draft picks, or especially first round picks, they're not lottery tickets. You just don't draft really well because guys like DK Metcalf are there late first. Guys like TJ Watt are there late first. Guys like Justin Jefferson are there. So you can find good players late first, but if you feel more comfortable getting the guy that hasn't won playoff games, but he may be better than your current guy. Sure, you're just gonna have to restart that figuring out process. What do you think, Rich?
2: I think people. I, I think people are reacting to it because it's so different, right? I, it, the rant. You're, you know, I, I think. It's, it's something of football sacrilege to, to say that we don't care about our first pick and we're not really going to have one for like four years in a row. But man, this is chips all the way in. I mean, the object of the exercise is to win the damn bowl. And, you know, if that's the point, then the Rams are saying, Hey, we're either going to sink or we're going to swim here. And, and, you know, I think it's interesting because look, I think the window is pretty much two years on this. Maybe you can eke out a third depending on what you do with the future Stafford extension or what have you. But this team is already too expensive with its top six players. Uh, And we know that some of the best players in the NFL, I mean, they got two Hall of Famers on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, You know, they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of high-priced talent. And they're saying, look... We're going to win now or we're not going to win. Because think about it. In two years, Aaron Donald's on the north side of 30. Uh, Matt Stafford will be something like 34 years old. Jalen Ramsey will be getting a little bit older and will be only more expensive. Uh, You know, it's those types of players. So I think what the Rams are doing from a team-building perspective is very interesting. But remember... This can break very badly, very quickly. Let's say Aaron Donald gets hurt. What happens to that defense? That defense is going to naturally regress anyway because good defenses regress year over year. So let's say that defense takes a step back. Maybe Jalen or Aaron Donald get hurt. Maybe Stafford doesn't make it through 16 games and you've got five games of John Wolford again. So what happens then with the Rams? That is obviously the worst case scenario, but look, if all these players are going to play 16 games or close to it, the Rams are one of the favorites heading into the next year in the NFC. I I can't sit here and say they aren't.
0: Yeah, with Stafford and Woods and Cup and a great defense, yes, things could go wrong. It could be a calamitous situation. But for McVay, he realizes there's some urgency right now. Their defense, particularly with the cap, it's very top-heavy. That's why they're urgent to try to win right now. And for Goff, I mean, his comment was kind of baffling. He said, I'm just excited to be somewhere that I know wants me and appreciates me. I mean, he was the number one quarterback and then clearly didn't play well enough, which is why he fell to favor of McVay. And if you see some reports coming out here. People say he wasn't working hard enough, wasn't able to take advantage of some deep bombs, didn't have the right mindset, etc. <laughs> Who knows if that's just mudslinging, but he gets a fresh start with Detroit. And let's just hope, to Vach's point, those first round picks are currency, but now Detroit has to make the right picks when it comes to those selections, which is obviously hurt them in the draft in the past so good move certainly lots of intrigue now for detroit and the rams moving forward and one final thought here on jared goff i mean listen he sounds like a guy who's frustrated he's upset vach if you were to give advice because you're a mentor in many ways what would you say to jared goff
1: i will say this one thing to jared goff on this day of my daughter's wedding why don't you act like a man what's the matter with you man up you made a mistake, sir. You weren't good enough. You got replaced. Your team is trading the entire future to be better than you. Get over it. Be great, Detroit or something.
2: Come Get on, Vach. You you got to lay off the man. He just got
1: traded from Los Angeles to Detroit in February. You should have been better. You sh- oh, God, he, oh, you better buy some coats. Oh, you got to buy some coats, buddy. He should have been better, Rich. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: We we can learn from Vito Corleone (laughs) admonishing Johnny Fontaine, all of us. Um, (laughs) What does this mean now with the Stafford trade? Listen, Rich, everyone's eyes started bugging out like those cartoons you see. Like, wait, if that's the price for Stafford, what's the price for Deshaun Watson? Four first-round picks? I'm not convinced Watson gets dealt. I know that there's a no trade and all the rest of it, and he wants out. But we'll see if the Texans actually acquiesce. But how do you think the Stafford deal impacts Deshaun?
2: Yeah, you know the price for Deshaun I think starts at your firstborn. I think you have to throw in a lot of your property holdings um, and any other common <laughs> stock that you may value as a decision maker. I mean, it. It look this is this is the the week of value going up in America. And man, Deshaun's Watson's price just went to the moon, as they say on Reddit. Wall Street bets. I mean, it, it's just it it the guy. It, I, I what I can't understand, Vach, and maybe you can tell me this. People tying themselves in knots to say that on one hand, quarterback is the most important position in team sports and that to get an elite quarterback, you have to pay a premium. And then when somebody says what the premium price is for that quarterback, everybody throws up their hands and they say, oh, we can't do that. That's too much. Yada, yada, yada. You got to spend money to make money in this case. And if Deshaun Watson, uh, he is that good, you have to pay for him.
1: Well, Rich, I looked you right in the face, and I'm giving you credit for not being a hypocrite, sir. I looked you right in the face on this camera, more football, a couple episodes ago. Go watch it. And I said, Rich, you love Deshaun Watson so much, but I know how you feel about this first overall pick and Trevor Lawrence. I say, would you give up your your first round pick and your possible Trevor Lawrence and a little bit more to get Deshaun Watson? And you look right in this camera. You did not blink, and you said, yes, sir, I would indeed take Deshaun Watson. I will sell the whole thing. I will sell my soul to get Deshaun Watson. And you know what? I feel you on that. If that's the route that, if that's the route you're going, I respect it because you got to pay up and you know, fans just want to take something without giving something away. They want to be the team that stole something. Everybody wants to be the lions. Oh, I got all these picks. Oh, oh, I got all of this for, for, for this haul. Even my, my, my cowboy fans. And this is coming from a cowboy fan wearing paraphernalia. I hate cowboy fans because the first thing they said is, Hey man, can I get five first rounders for Dak Prescott? I think something that we do have to understand is, is, that in this whole Watson thing, Watson's trade is not going to have anything to do with um, Matt's trade because it's not a money thing. So the trade basically basically, can be whatever you decide that the trade is going to be. So Deshaun Watson, if that price gets too high, you can choose to say no. But if it goes down to something that's probably going to be similar to what you got from Matt Stafford, then you're going to do that. But then the Texans have to say yes or no. I don't think he moves. I think he's probably going to be a Texan for the next couple of years. Miserable. I, I
0: completely with Vach. It feels like an unpopular opinion right now, but I have all I said all three of us agree this guy's a top five quarterback in football he's coming out for a spectacular season I know you're upset I know you're disgruntled let's figure this out we want more money you want to hire an offensive coordinator we'll get you something we're not trading you like that's just just no way I'm not gonna go up to Sean Watson we'll figure it out uh, closing thoughts here, boys. Off-season predictions. I'll do the Eagles first. Carson Wentz also does not get traded. How about that? Wentz isn't getting traded. Watson isn't getting traded. They brought in Nick Sirianni, who's Frank Reich's right-hand man, to try to recapture some magic. We all know Reich was the OC when Wentz was at his best. They're hoping that Sirianni can be Frank Reich 2.0 and bring Carson Wentz to back what he once was. That's going to be the major situation for the Eagles. I hope Sirianni does better They did at his opening press conference where he was stumbling and bumbling. Rich, off-season prediction for your Jaguars. You're <laughs> feeling great about that April draft.
2: Uh, off-season prediction for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence takes us back to the promised land, to the postseason, with Urban Meyer as head coach, Wild card Jacksonville Jaguars, January 2022, there will be a playoff game in Jacksonville's future. Ooh,
1: wow. Wow. Block, hey. How about you. <laughs> hey man, listen, let me tell you something. We just got Dan Quinn to come in and be the uh DC. Listen, Dan Quinn, you have the easiest job in the world. All you gotta do is be better than Mike Nolan, sir. If you're better than Mike Nolan, the Cowboys gonna win the Super Bowl next year. Y'all gonna have a playoffs in 2020. We going next year. I'm gonna watch this Super Bowl this year because my team's not in it. Uh I'm not gonna give y'all a reaction next week because we won't be here. So y'all gonna have to tune in <laughs> next year on the second edition of More Football. And I'll tell you how last Super Bowl went, but Cowboys w all the way go get some bitcoin Shouts out to uh wall street best g and me salute diamond hands
0: GameStop. get it done thanks so much to vosh lombardi and richard johnson two guys who have great opinions and also really funny and a lot of fun to work with follow those guys on social media thanks to our great producer ahmed the entire crew ben and anders and especially our technical staff stephanie and louisa they do a remarkable job getting us in place hello dolly for outfitting us it's honestly been a really collective effort and a real pleasure to bring this show to all of you. And as Vaught said, let's hope Season 2 happens. Go ahead and hit up Dan Toman at Yahoo. You can go ahead and start tweeting him, Facebook message, whatever you got to do. Bring us back for Season 2. Have your voice heard. And until then, we will see you. More football. Peace out.